0: was good, y'all. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Episode 151. That's nuts. Didn't imagine you know making 150 of these things. Boy, how time flies. Wild stuff. Thank you for listening. It's so cool that anybody listens to this. Like I totally appreciate that, you know, cuz I you know, I don't try to, like, build numbers, you know. I'm not, like, going out of my way with, like, crazy marketing or anything, you know. Like, I'm not... I not, I really don't even, like, check the numbers like that, but... I get plays every time, and that's amazing. Like, even if, like, one person listens to this, you're the shit, dude. Thank you. Thank you for the support. You're awesome. Hey, you know who else is awesome? My guest. I had on Luke Hader... A returning guest, he's not a hater though. Um, just to, just to the name that that would make you assume that, um, but it's spelled with a D, so he doesn't hate, um, you know, he's not a hater at all. Really cool dude. He, um, is a great singer in Amarillo. He's, I was gonna say, he's in a band, but he's not in a band, he's in a one man, a one man unit, a one man group known as Rain Division. Be sure to check that out, Um, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. I don't know where else people listen to music at, to be honest, but he's there too. And also, uh, we talked extensively about Uh, (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! I didn't know people still played Yu-Gi-Oh! So, shout out to that guy. Yeah, he's like a professional gamer, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Dude, I forgot what else you mentioned. Super Smash Bros. was one. There was a second one. You'll hear it, okay? Just, you know, listen listen for clues and stuff anyway um like i said thanks for the support i got shows coming up check them out um facebook i'll put them on instagram my stories you know uh yellow city comedy like yellow city comedy on facebook check us out for future shows uh 28th and 29th we got shows coming up friday saturday so you know come be there come hang out Come get shwasted, uh, 28th at r 29th at Zombies, so be at those locations on Friday and Saturday. Be there for both, go ahead, do it, I'm believing you. As always, I start out the episode with a random stand-up clip that I find hilarious. This is Sam J speaking on Elon Musk and SpaceX.
1: This nigga Elon must be going to space by himself. What the fuck is that white man doing in space alone? That's not suspicious to anybody but me. <laughs> and this motherfucker goes to space without the government, without NASA, which I didn't even know you could fucking do. <laughs> as far as I knew, they were the space niggas. They run space. <laughs> you want to fuck with space, you got to fuck with them. This motherfucker built a spaceship like it's a go-kart goes on Tuesdays. Bitch, space day is Saturday. Everybody know that. You can't leave midweek to go to goddamn space. It's an event. <laughs> it happens Saturday. The TV's on. This thing gonna be on Wednesday night. What? From Sacramento? At that bitch space place is Cape Canaveral. That's where you go from. Ain't no entry point to Mars from fucking Sacramento. at least tell the people it's a PSA. You get on the goddamn news, you say, hey people, I'm about to go fuck around in space. Don't be alarmed, this nigga just went. We thought it was aliens, is it aliens? (laughs) Or is this (laughs) Elon doing donuts in the sky? What the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) White man ambition is some shit. You wanna know what a racism is? That's where the fuck it is, white man. Cause I know y'all still confused. Look at him, what are you talking about? Confused because they don't get because everyone learns the history, so they're like, Well, no one's getting hung and we ain't beating nobody. and I work next to a black guy, and he has a car, so equality. Just lay <laughs> the way fuck down, rest easy because everything's fair, <laughs> fucking nut job. Everything's not fair because while you're sleeping, you're dreaming about buying Mars, nigga. <laughs> I've never thought I could do no shit like that a day in my life. I thought about having all the money, and you know what I thought was if I get all the money, I'ma buy them gold ceilings, master P head, and cribs. That's just what the fuck I'ma do when I get all the goddamn money. Space by my goddamn self, bitch, never. <laughs> Even if I thought about going to space, I'd call NASA first. Yo, NASA, this Sam, can I go? You know what it is, Tuesday. Space day is Saturday.
2: Yeah, she's good, dude i'm glad yeah i'm glad you showed me that sam j yeah I,
0: I didn't know who she was till her netflix special but she's super funny
2: yeah i'll have to go watch that for sure i'm not like i was talking to my coworker the other day and he's like are you a comedy fan and i was like i mean i think so like mm-hmm. i i try to go to all the local shows and he's like who's your favorite comedian and i was like i like Bert kreischer i like andrew schultz i like uh and i just kind of started naming some off and he's like So, so you're a comedy fan. I was like, oh, I guess I am. (laughs) Those
0: are are good too to go with.
2: I definitely like Andrew Schultz a lot. He's super. I don't know how he doesn't get fucking canceled like every time he opens Uh, his mouth. But I think that's what's comedy about, you know? Yeah. You just open your mouth, say something terrible, people laugh at it, Mm -hmm. and they choose to not cancel you sometimes because it's comedy.
0: Well, here's the secret to cancel (laughs) culture if you don't care and you don't apologize, they can't beat you. Well, also, let me add an extra part in that. As long as you're not, like, a rapist or a Yeah, okay, model, I was to like, there's,
2: like, <laughs> like, one area where I think you got to be a little but, bit careful. But
0: if it's just jokes and it's not, you know, you're not being overtly, like, alt-right, uh-huh. they can't cancel you. Um, well, also, he's not, like, an actor in Hollywood, so it's, like, yeah, he true. doesn't have, like, producers or directors uh-huh. that are going to be like, hey, you need to calm down. Yeah. So. He will
2: literally go on stage and have you have you seen his uh, crowd work special where he just yeah dude that was my favorite thing ever it was genius and you know obviously there was no way that he could have scripted any of that I mean it was just all off the dome but he'd just look at some person be like hey what race are you and then he'd mock them yeah. and then everyone would laugh and I'm like what the fuck dude this is crazy like musicians mm-hmm. did anything like that during like stage banter cancel, done.
0: <laughs> like but also something about him is like he's really smart and like he knows he knows a lot about like cultures and different he does. races yeah, like he does, you can tell absolutely. when he's like messing with people yeah for sure that it's coming at like a place of like knowledge
3: mm-hmm.
2: definitely yeah he's a smart guy i like him bert crashers also super funny i wish that there was more content more mm-hmm. bert crasher content like specials i would watch that shit I think every single got... day if i could i think he has like 3 or 4 right
0: yeah i mean there's like 3 on netflix there's an older one um that i never really got into it was like on spotify um i forgot what it was called but it was like way back like over it's probably over a decade old now
2: dang i didn't yeah. know he's been at it that long
0: yeah he's
2: a funny guy pretty much anyone i love bert anyone that i can show the machine thing to machine. i try to show that to everybody <laughs> Every, i've never met one person that didn't think that shit was just absolutely hilarious yeah, it's genius. It's
0: like one of the best jokes ever. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think so too. And it's a true story. That's what's That's nuts. That's <laughs> uh, you know, I know that a lot of it has to not be true stories, but like I feel like comedians are such a are such a breed of people that are so interesting because I feel like sometimes they get themselves into weird situations on purpose mm-hmm. so they can have these, you know fantastic stories to tell oh yeah definitely And i want to live life like that dude yeah me too man. i want to get myself into some weird ass situations just just for the stories of it <laughs> just
0: just start saying yes to everything cool you know?
2: on it yes sir
0: <laughs> ah i got touched in the butt last week so that's good yeah can't say no you know yeah you gotta do it you gotta do it for the for the for the comedy
2: yep you have
0: to aids for the comedy that's what i always say
2: woohoo <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fuck
0: anyway i'm here with uh luke Cater. <laughs> hello <laughs> it's a good segue aids and now i'll introduce my guest um it's been on have you you've been on just once huh have you been yeah on okay, it was yeah. uh i
2: think february of 2020
0: nice you remembered yeah
2: well i just know because I, it was right before my my first single came out so yeah
0: yep lead singer of rain division you have two singles right
2: Yep, there's only two right now. There's yes. there's another one coming pretty soon. I just wanted to this year I was like thinking that I was going to release like 10 songs, like mm-hmm. one per month. But that was an unrealistic expectation. It's a lot of work. And it's so much work. People don't understand what goes into fully doing a release mm-hmm. the right way, yeah. you know, because I could easily release every song that I have right now that's that's pretty much done, but there's making a music video Mm -hmm. which because i like to do singles because for one it's cheaper Mm -hmm. honestly it's it costs so much money to make a record when you're an unsigned artist i mean especially if you can't really do everything by yourself which i do a good good amount by myself like i track my own vocals and stuff and i work with one other dude but when you go to like a studio and pay for a full record dude it can be like 10 grand like easy just for tracking sometimes dude depending on where you go that's nuts yeah it's 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 insane
0: i wish it wasn't like that but even like here locally like at the what's um, it called animal kingdom or space kingdom uh it's now called space camp space camp i don't actually know
2: if they do i don't i don't know if they're if they're tracking stuff right now i think they might just be doing it kind of as like a friends only type deal kind of like people that they've been recording for a long time just because there was some major construction over the over the summer because there's a new owner which I mean he Mm. he's kind of been a integral part of the studio for pretty much its whole lifespan but now he's like the owner and he's kind of renting out these rooms to bands that need a place to rehearse Mm -hmm. and so I haven't I haven't been been there lately pretty much in like the last year because I haven't had a need to rehearse for Mm -hmm. a live show but Hopefully soon that'll be different, but as I was saying when you like what I do to, to release a song um, So there's the writing phase which can take like, you know, sometimes it's two hours. Sometimes it's a month. You never know um, Then music video and That can be anywhere from you know, you've got to first align it you got to make it happen You got to find the guy that you want to do it. Luckily. I have a really good guy that I go to named Chris on and he's awesome, but Then there's still, like, location, and then there's paying for that, which music videos aren't necessarily cheap if you get them done by someone that knows what they're doing, you Mm -hmm. know? And uh, then there's, like, press stuff, you know? And I've I've got a guy that manages me, and I've got to run things by him, and then we've got to make a little release plan, and we've got to figure out what outlets we're going to pitch it to, and then we've got to do playlisting and stuff like that. And There's just so much that goes into it that people don't understand, but... Hopefully, now I've kind of got a, a good plan on the, on the road, and I'm going to be able to kind of drip release things, you know, kind of drip feed to the people. That's what's up. Their, their uh, fix of rain division.
0: <laughs> what's your uh, strategy on uh, dropping music? Because I feel like, and this is just with podcasts, uh-huh. but I feel like if I release two too quickly, then one will get like overshadowed. Damn right. So, like, is that is that the same with your idea with dropping us dropping singles? Like, it, it depends you gotta let on it how it breathe. big you are.
2: So, like, if you're Bring me the horizon, mm-hmm. um, you can drop a single every day and it will blow up. Or if you're Justin Bieber, you can do that. But in order for someone like a smaller artist like myself to gain any sort of traction, um, letting it definitely letting it breathe for a while is good because sometimes you can't notice results until. You know, it's been out for a couple months. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a this is an insane example, but there was a point in time when my latest single dropped dead. uh, It just blew the fuck up out of nowhere, and not necessarily blew the fuck up in the grand scheme of things, but for me, like hundred thousand streams out of nowhere was just insane to me oh that's dope you know and but that didn't happen until like seven or eight months after i released it Mm -hmm. my manager doesn't know what happened we have no idea how it happened i think i got added to like some sort of playlist because we did initial like playlisting like which is where you just kind of pitch your your songs to playlists and Mm -hmm. some of them you know except that's mainly like editorial posts on spotify and, you know, some people will pick you up and put their put you on their playlist that has, you know, anywhere from 10,000 to 50,000 to sometimes like even crazy amounts, like a million listeners. And then obviously the people that are listening to that will just hear the song kind of passively, which that's really good. You know, you don't want to like overdo that because you mm-hmm. want to make sure that you can tell where your streams are coming from. You don't, you don't want to just have every stream you have from a playlist. You know, you want people to be fans of you, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just people that will – not skip the song does that make, yeah, you know what I mean yeah people that
0: just like listen to you while mm-hmm. they're doing homework yeah exactly you know it's <laughs> background it's, it's
2: kind of like if you hear a song on the radio <laughs> it's got to be a damn good song for you to be like okay i want to well fuck who who listens to the radio anymore but if if you are for some reason listening to the radio and mm-hmm. you hear a song are you ever really like paying attention to it that much you know what i mean it's if you hear a really 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 good one and you're mm-hmm. like damn i like this song i'm gonna go download it you know it's, it's gotta be rare. a good song. It's rare, you yeah. know? It's especially in this day and age, you know. It's it's a lot music discovery is so much different than it used to be. But mm-hmm. so the the strategy that that we're kind of working by right now is you know, write a couple songs and you know, do that whole process of that explain it with like the music video and kind of get everything ready. And you want to for me, what I want to start doing is maybe like one every two to three months because yeah, I mean, it is so hard dude because you don't know if when something's going to pick up traction and if you're not pushing something and you're not advertising something anymore then you know it's almost like if you don't give your single enough time to be listened to it might get like you said overshadowed mm-hmm. you know and i, I think that, that is a good thing to do is you don't want to release things back to back to back to back mm-hmm. you know even like you know when bands are re- about to release an album and like a 12-track album, they might do four singles off of the album. Like Royal Blood, it's one of my favorite bands. Um, they just released an album. They released the first single for it back like maybe like six months ago. They released another one maybe two months and then two months, and mm-hmm. then they released a couple right before. Um, that's just kind of to build hype for the album. Yeah. Um, but it's no one – I mean, it's kind of hard to crack the code on that because, mm-hmm. you know, at – when you release a song and it does mildly well, like what I would consider mildly well is like, you know, for me, obviously I'm not pulling like a million streams or anything, but if I get 20, 20,000 on a song, I'm stoked. Like it's that dope. is yeah. cool for me. And I'm super excited about that, especially if they're like organic, you know, mm-hmm. and that just, it just kind of happens, which is super, super cool. But if I released another song right after that, people will stop listening to that one and maybe listen to the new one. And mm-hmm. you know, you want to, you want to let your song breathe.
3: Yeah, yeah, for I sure. Think,
2: I think that's the way to do it, for sure, if you're going the single route. But, as, you know, by the same token, there's a band that I really like, which I think you'll find this funny. his, his The band name is called Bill Murray. Fuck like, yeah. B-I-L-M-U-R-I. He is such a sick artist, dude. But he will release, like, four albums a year. Mm-hmm and people love it. I love it. Every time he releases something, I'm stoked for it. He's got a very constant flow of he's got a great release schedule. Like he definitely has his has his stuff figured out. That's kind of like the difference between rock and you know these rap rap mm-hmm. artists that are emerging is they understand that you need to release things frequently yeah, yeah. and, but it's kind of finding that balance to let your song breathe. And then also keeping people engaged because mm-hmm. I definitely waited too long to release another song. Like I definitely waited longer than I should have, but I was kind of trying to get my stuff ready to have a little bit of a body of work to possibly pitch to some labels mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, he's got that, that Bill Murray guys definitely got it figured out. And in a podcast that he does with this, uh, what is it called? The Punk Rock NBA Podcast. He talks to podcasts, you know, creators, musicians, graphic designers, just people that are kind of successful at what they do, mm-hmm. you know, artistically. And that was one of the guests on his show. Um, and he said that he literally tries to be, tries to release his songs like a rapper does. Because you're never, rappers are never too quiet. You know what I mean? They're, you're not yeah. going to go f- go two years without a song from someone in that, in that genre. Kendrick you know? Lamar, Jay-Z. Can, they can, they're <laughs> such gods in their, in their own right that they can do whatever the fuck they want. And they'll, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, uh, you know, I always bring up that band, bring me the horizon. They could be silent as fuck for six years because they were basically. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, didn't they like they, stop they, making music for a long time? They
2: did. And then they released this album and it hit number one. And it's, you know, if you have, if you're that kind of entity, Mm-hmm. then you can doesn't matter if you release a song a day or a song every decade or That's, tool look at tool yeah they released fear inoculum which was their album that was been hyped i think it was like supposed to come out 15 years ago or something crazy mm-hmm. like that and you know they've got a literal cult following
0: yeah absolutely and so, then they started streaming all their music and they just hit millions of downloads dude, within like 24 hours
2: they finally stopped being old men about it and, <laughs> and put their shit on Spotify. Like, that's so... I, I mean, I thought it was kind of cool, you mm-hmm. know, the rocker in me that was like, yeah, that's tight. They didn't, you know, they stuck to it and they're like, nope, if you want to listen to us, buy a CD. Yeah. But that shit doesn't fly anymore, dude. Yeah, Not I if mean, you want to stay relevant. I, I totally and I totally
0: respected it, but then when it dropped, I was super stoked Dude, about hell it hell
2: yeah <laughs> i'm not like the biggest tool fan but there is like one record that i just love by them and i got really tired of having to look it up on youtube and feeling like shit about it mm-hmm. because i was technically stealing it yeah which you know who cares I, mean, I you was, only make a cent i was like trying
0: ones. to save their add their song a so playlist on soundcloud before they before they hit all the streaming platforms uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah but release schedules is such a important thing for new artists to understand because if you're a local band and you haven't released something in five years Mm -hmm. you need to figure it out you know what i mean it's like but by the same token if you're a local band and you don't have a lot of you know streams or you know if you don't really have people to give your music to yet take as long as you need to work on it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like I think it's more important to, I think, you know, quality over quantity is very, very, very important mm-hmm. because, you know, I have a friend that's in this band and they've been working on this. Uh, my friend Eric, he's in this band called the Chroma Leaf and they're super sick. They're so dope. Crumbly, they've yeah, been yeah, working yeah. on it, working on their album for a really long time and it is going to be a masterpiece. Like it is going to be so great. And I've, I've, he showed me things as, as they kind of come along with it and
0: I feel like I know people in that band. Do you Eric, know all the band members? Eric
2: Gallegos, Noah Sarles, Eric, I know Eric, uh,
0: Arlo Byer. Is Briley Stewart in that band, or did I just make that up? He used to be. Oh, He okay. used to be. Yeah. Um. He used to be in my band
2: too. My old band, The Leo. Um. But I didn't you know, know he was in that one. They can nice. You know, since they since they're relatively, I mean, they've been a band for a really long time, but it's it's like once you're in the beginning stages, there's no pressure and there's no time limit. Mm-hmm. But it's like after you release that first thing, it's go, go, go from there because yeah. then you have to keep once you've engaged people, you have to keep them. Yeah. But I think that any 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 musician that hasn't released a ton of things yet, especially ones that are, you know starting out for the first time, take your time to to make sure your first release is great because it's one of the most important, you know, it's it's your first album is almost just as important as as your last. I mean, I know that's kind of weird to say it like that, but it's, you know, to catch people's attention, you know, your first and second records, usually your second record is your make or break.
0: Mm. And but, but what if you can just like release like four albums that are straight ass and then you just like figure it out on the fifth one? I mean, that's all,
2: that's possible. There has <laughs> been bands that have done that too, you know, um, I'm trying to think of what band released a bunch of terrible shit and then they blew up on their fifth album.
0: Green Day, just kidding. They're, I mean, it's possible. They're probably good their whole career. Um.
2: Uh, <laughs> no comment, but uh you know, I think people should take their time if they're trying to get into music and you know, make sure that make sure that what you're doing is, you know, up to standards and for yourself. Make sure that you're making something that you like though, mm-hmm. you know. If you have the ability, unlike me, to just shit songs out all the time, dude, release them and they and if they're great, dope, you know. But it takes me a really long time to, for something to be up to standards, which is just me being self-conscious about how it sounds. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that. Uh, by the way, you guys should listen to the Chroma Leaf when they drop their album because it's gonna be sick. It's definitely definitely Wait. gonna be one of the more uh, elite gems around
0: Amarillo for sure. They are dope. Yeah, they're sick. Should also listen to Drop Dead by me, Rain Division. Brain Division. Yes. Last time I talked uh, to you, um, it was basically like a, like a one man band, and you had some.
2: It's kind of still that way, dude. Yeah, honestly. Nice. Um, sorry, I was g fueling. Um, it's kind of. I work with the guy named Jared Gaines. Um, he's an artist that goes by the name of Veins, and it rhymes on purpose. Um, he's who I do most of my work with, so we just kind of write uh remotely together mm-hmm. and then i also work with another guy named er he's in a band called emerosa and that's really all who i who i write with and they're both just pals and we, nice. we have a good time writing and, and yeah. once live performances come back obviously there will be a band involved i miss live music uh, so much oh, god damn me too, dude <laughs> i've missed it i've missed it so much it's like a part of me died when the mm-hmm. pandemic started i'm serious and i'm it's same for you what yeah, am i talking about absolutely. of course you feel the same way you haven't been able to play really play perform
0: i mean i've what do you what i've been you able seeing? to perform at dive bars like marshall's tavern yeah well i mean and like, like broken spoke but it's not it's not a place where like people are expecting you mm-hmm. or people are excited to see you it's usually like drunk bitches just being like shut the hell up you know yeah. so <laughs> well i definitely uh <laughs>
2: definitely love the comedy scene that we have here i think it's i think there's a lot of talented people for it, sure and i'm um,
0: just picked up again
2: that's awesome dude yeah. that's awesome please reach out personally and let me know whenever there's a there's a show because facebook algorithms you know you know what oh, they for do sure. let me know and you know that i'll be there i don't right. you know that i like to like to come out and support the yeah, homies we got
0: a free show next friday a I'll week from today and then uh zombies bar we have a show there's like two guys torn through
2: cool dude Awesome. yeah so
0: that'll be fun and i think it'll be outdoors hopefully it doesn't rain
2: cool yeah my girlfriend and i will will for sure show up to that we would love to love to kind of have a piece
0: of normality again you know every time i invite people to zombies they're like oh my god is that a biker bar like people are like scared to go to zombies That's so stupid. <laughs> they're like the sweetest people there they're like i mean yeah sure they wear like leather jackets
2: and like and like have like these crazy like duck dynasty beards but like they're yeah. so nice and yeah. they make good food too yeah uh, the food is solid yeah they're, they're really nice i played my probable worst show that i've ever played there though mm. it was like on my 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 fault that it was my worst show but so there's some small bad memories attached to that but <laughs> it was really bad nice yeah. Have we- you ever had a just a fucking terrible show
0: yeah, it's at zombies as well. Oh, um, cool! That's, that's awesome. <laughs> you remember uh, everything? We're not awesome, but <laughs> everything shut down in March, and then uh-huh. the bars opened back up in like June for Weirdly. like for like three weeks. Oh, yeah, weeks. I forgot about that. Yeah, and uh, so we came back. We did a show like when the zombies first opened up again, and I like it was like my first time performing, in, in months and like with comedy, like you're if you don't like constantly do it, you're you're just off and like.
2: I feel that I I think I can kind of relate on that.
0: But. And also, like, if you're not looking forward to a performance, at least in my circumstances, I wasn't I wasn't able to like go work the jokes. So I was just my writing was complete dog shit. I understand. And it was all COVID related, and all all this shit was whack. uh Oh, um, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah, dude. so I just I just like ate shit the whole time. It was super yeah. super rough.
2: Well, you know that if I'm ever at one of the shows, you know. Even if, even if one of my friends like you, you're, you're a Skylar or something, mm-hmm. you know. Even if something kind of misses, and you know, it, it, happens. it happens. Oh yeah, sometimes. absolutely. I'm still gonna laugh for you, bro. Thank you, you know, thank you so much. I'll always try to try to make it not quiet, you know. But it's very rare that you miss. I've never, I've <laughs> never actually heard heard you or Skylar miss. So that's cool.
0: Oh, you don't have to lie.
2: I'm I'm being one hundred percent serious, dude. Okay, but you know, sometimes with the eight hundred six, which I I think that that is also a very big part of the comedy community as well. Mm-hmm. That place in general, yeah. especially like the open mic comedy nights. You know, there's definitely some. You know, I, I I think that no one starts out and is just fucking dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that it is. There's truly, a couple. I, I mean, I'm sure. Usually black guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm sure that it's. It from what I would think. I feel like it's one of those things where you kind of just have to learn as you go because yeah. I feel like crowd work is really important. And crowd work is tough. Interacting, but that's not something that you just can look up on YouTube. I mean, you can, but mm. it's you know something that I feel like you have to learn how to talk to a crowd, and that's mm-hmm. something that I hate doing sometimes. For sure, um, yeah, I get that. It's man. terrible sometimes, you know, between songs. God. It's so awkward sometimes and I have to like, and I always try to be funny and it's
0: not. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been forcing myself to like engage with the audience and just like, like getting heckled and like trying to dig my way out of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know, but I feel like each time it's like in a, like experience points mm-hmm. so I can sound like a nerd about games. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like building something. I can feel it building somewhere. So uh, cause I used to be terrified. Like when I first started, I was like complete dog shit. Um, I was like afraid to look people's and at people's faces. Mm-hmm. So I would just look yeah. over their heads. <laughs> I feel you. And, um, yeah, I didn't have any confidence. I didn't have any stage presence. And it was, I didn't know how to write jokes either. It's so I was just like, stage yeah, present. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to do like, like offensive material. Like I was trying to be like Anthony Jeselnik when I first started.
2: Okay. I think I've, I think yeah. I've watched a couple of videos of him on YouTube.
0: Yeah. So I was basically trying to do like dark one liners. Sick. So like, yeah, cause I didn't know how to write jokes yet. And when you're doing something like dark, um, you have to have the confidence to back it up. And I, had, and I didn't have Definitely. the confidence so it was just like weird and offensive <laughs> like, yeah. it's like
2: oh my god i can only imagine that's honestly sounds sounds like a nightmare but yeah you know even in that time i still would have given you a homie laugh you know
0: i don't want your fake laughter well hopefully just hopefully kidding fake laughs are to. fine yeah you know yeah. but uh but when i whenever i uh, record my first special. I'm just gonna have fake laugh tracks throughout the whole thing. Hell yeah, dude!
2: <laughs> you can put my laugh in there as like a, you know, uh, a natural, organic one. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, there's this one comedian, and I can't remember his name, but I've watched, I mean, an endless amount of his YouTube videos, and he's like famous for like dealing with hecklers. He came to Amarillo. Oh, is he gonna... a ginger guy? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I am talking about. Steve something. Steve Hofstetter. Steve Hofstetter. I love that guy. I think he's really, really funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. And the way that he handles crowd interaction is really smart. Mm-hmm. But I think that to touch back on what you were saying about like looking people in the eye, dude. I think it even if there's not like a huge crowd or anything like that, I think that it makes it funny when you're just making like eye, straight eye contact with people the whole time, because for some people, eye contact makes them uncomfortable, mm-hmm. being on a stage or not. And, you know, that can kind of pull some interesting emotions and reactions out of people, you know, especially when you're like talking to them and Mm -hmm. you're on the stage and they're just sitting there watching, you know, I definitely, when I've gone to a couple comedy shows and have been singled out for random things, it's my favorite part. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's funny, dude. And there was one time when Skylar was performing at the 806 and he was basically just sitting there shit talking this dude that was wearing like a vest or something and he just would not leave it alone. Mm -hmm. and the dude thought it was hilarious everyone there was just i mean bursting with laughter and it was it was a good old good old time
0: was that the guy who was just like a construction worker i don't remember like, I, think was... I feel like that was the guy who threw his helmet at skyler
2: <laughs> no it was like a it was like a kind of like a older older rich looking guy oh yeah and he was like he was saying shit like, you know, I bet you have like, uh, you know, all this money and stuff like that. And it it seemed like he was whatever he was assuming was definitely like accurate because mm-hmm. all of his friend group was like, yeah, like you know, <laughs> just laughing at him. It was a good old time, but I definitely respect what y'all do because it's, you know, the flow is really important, mm-hmm. and I we musicians can bands can kind of fake that flow. If that makes sense. Like, we don't have to, like, find a way to go to our next song. We just say, this one's called Eternal Death. Mm -hmm. And then we start, you know? You guys have to, like, make all of your jokes, like, coincide. And then sometimes, like, reference each other and stuff. And that is beyond me, how you
0: do that. Well, sometimes there's no segue, and you just... Gotta, like,
2: and that's also sometimes really funny too. <laughs> when you're like talking, you know, making a, a standard COVID joke, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, "You guys hate uh, hate things." <laughs> and then it's just so random. People think it's funny. Maybe I should be a comedian. You should. It sounds fun. I think that I love making people laugh. It's fun. It's amazing. It's a, it's a nice feeling. It's the sure. best feeling of all time. I have a couple a couple stories that I that I like to tell that make people laugh and i always think like maybe i should make this into like a comedy set and do it one time you should try them once yeah i should i can open for you maybe sometime
0: yeah do it
3: man i'm down
2: dude i'd be so nervous oh Oh my god that would be so nerve-wracking holy shit Mm -hmm. my friend eric always tells me he's in that band the chroma leaf and he's actually playing guitar for me live as well He's always wanted to do like stand up comedy. Oh yeah,
0: I used to see him at the uh, at house bar when we would do mics. Yeah,
2: we, I told him that I was coming on your show today, and he was like, "Dude, I love going to his shows. Like, I try to I try to go oh, to them as so nice. often, often as I can." Yeah, he's a he's a big 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 comedy fan. He he really likes uh, what's that one guy that like masturbated in front of people? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Louis. Yeah, Louis yeah. Louis ZK? Yeah,
2: he loves him. He's he loves Dave Chappelle. One of the as best. Well. Yeah. I don't think I've ever like actually watched louis ck's anything Oh, uh, dude he's
0: a legendary really his latest special that he dropped like on his website uh-huh. after the allegations not as good but he's got some he's got some classics for sure
2: damn i need to check that out like i said i i'm i really 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 love comedy and i feel like i just don't know how to find good shit i guess i could obviously just message you and be like mm-hmm comedy and then you'll tell me what you could and there's up.
0: there's like so much content out there that it's overwhelming it
2: is overwhelming dude like you can't just type in comedy special on youtube yeah because there's like a million ones you know
0: and then like netflix has a bunch and then i got amazon prime uh-huh they have like twice as much as netflix does really yeah it's insane
2: oh there's <laughs> one comedian that you did show me it, i think it was our last uh episode theo vaughn i think oh or... yeah i love theo. Dude, that guy's um, genius he
0: hasn't done a special since 2014 i don't know what the hell he's doing but yeah
2: hopefully he's alive
0: <laughs> oh yeah he still does podcasts every week he's he's funny as shit just because he creates his own phrases he, like oh, he nice. has he has his own like louisiana language yeah it is definitely yeah. like
2: a different language <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like a uh collation of mumbles and you know words that are like overpronounced mm-hmm. to the point where they're elegant but then also a mixture of, like, southern, uh-huh. like, uh, grammatical errors. <laughs> so
0: that's that's the whole state of Louisiana, man. Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> but you can't forget the uh, the food, though. You know, there's crawfish. Yeah. Dude, I've always wanted to go to Louisiana. I think that'd be so sick.
0: It would be, man. I want to hang out with some French rednecks.
2: Apparently, it's like one of the most, <laughs> like, New Orleans is one of the most dangerous cities in the world, but...
0: Yeah, they I got voodoo I'd... out there, gators.
2: Then there's just like the rednecks you know rednecks, Random well. gangs. Yeah, <laughs> also that. <laughs> I think that going down there for Mardi Gras would be like so sick. Isn't it so crazy that other places, like we kind of like half-ass celebrate things mm-hmm. in like areas of the world like, like Texas. Like we're there, like, woohoo, Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. But over there it's like a goddamn party. Like yeah. it is like a huge, huge deal. It's like it's East so Coast
0: wild. Vegas. Yeah. That's a, wow. <laughs> I
3: never thought about it that way. Yeah,
0: those are our two party cities. Is there any more? I mean, kind. Of, Austin's kind of a party city, but not really. Uh,
3: it's got I feel a, like Austin's New Orleans, like and people Vegas.
0: think it is, and then they go there and they're like, "Huh?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're like, What well, why? Where?"
3: Yeah.
0: huh <laughs> Yeah, not really. Yeah, it's got to just New Orleans and Vegas. No, but nothing else really touches those two places.
2: I've also only been to Austin once, and it was for a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. So, of course, it was. Yeah, did so you win? No, <laughs> not even close. It was one of my first like major major events and I think I like went the famous X3 drop, which means you lose 3 and then drop the tournament because after you lose 3 times you basically can't like unless you win the and win every single game and have like perfect tiebreakers, mm-hmm. then there's like no chance you will do well in the actual ending. Is there standings. is
0: there a real strategy in that? Like Totally, dude. Oh, okay. Cuz I yeah. just feel like my my dad bought me the fanciest cards. Is how you win Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> and
2: you know what? Some people will would laugh their ass off when they heard that because it's sometimes true. Yeah. So like, for example, the way that like modern Yu Gi Oh is is there usually there's like four to five decks that are like good at in that current format. There's kind of like a meta a meta game for Yu Gi Oh, and so usually typically consisting of like three to five decks and a lot of times if you're not playing those three to five decks you're pretty much not gonna win Mm -hmm. there's like a ban list that comes out every so often maybe like once every like four to six months and it basically says what cards you can and can't use and then that's kind of what where new strategies are formed but in order to do well in an event you have to build the deck to you know, perform well and to be good on its own, but then you have to make it to where it's also able to deal with other decks Mm -hmm. that are completely different strategies. And then you also have to prepare for, you know, like I said, if there's five decks that are good at the moment, then you have to make sure that yours doesn't get bodied by, you know, one of them, but, you know, you can only play like 40 cards optimally, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to fit outs to every possible situation. And so there's there's a lot of strategy that goes into That's it. That's crazy. More than you would ever believe, dude. It's, it's insane. Is there like a time limit on games or could you just yeah, play so, for like five hours? No. <laughs> God, that would suck but be so awesome. There's like this thing that so many people are so upset about, the new time rules. So it used to be if you and I were playing a game and the time w- went off at 40 minutes, then... We would have five turns to complete, and whoever had the higher points won. Mm-hmm. Now, it's and to save all the complications that is actually involved in this, it's basically when the clock is up, it is over. Whoever has the highest points then and there wins. So you could have oh,
0: so there's no like lightning round nope. aspect to it anymore. You could have a
2: you could have literally fifty out of eight thousand points left, and I could have eight thousand, and if you somehow like basically no matter who is higher wins and Mm -hmm. it's it's really really unfair sometimes because you could have an amazing field of cards and i could have zero cards in hand zero cards on my field nothing and even though you were going to win next turn if i had one life point higher than you you would win and so oh. people are really upset about it. And it's been there for like four, year, three or four years now. But it's just frustrating because you can totally be winning the whole time. Because you can use your life points as like a resource. You know, mm-hmm. some cards require you to, you know, use those to use them. And, you know, you can be playing exactly perfectly. And you could win. You would win if you had more time. But even sometimes I've lost games that if I had another five seconds... I would have won, and some people will stall. Oh, those bastards! And it is fucking mean. <laughs> I've I can't tell you how many times. Like, oh, that I dropped happens. my deck, <laughs> dude. It's terrible. It's, my mom's so, calling me. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, people will will read cards that they absolutely like cards that have been out for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Can I read that very thoroughly and see what it does?" Because you have to say yes. You have to let them read it, and. It's it's messed up. It's mean. It's super mean. Boys but right but, now I haven't really been able to play that game because there's no events. So there's not really a point right now. What's
0: it like being the only competitive Yu-Gi-Oh! player who has a girlfriend? Does
2: everybody hate you? <laughs> that's <a> funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. It's like that's a joke in the, in the community, you know. Because a lot of people, you know, sometimes they're not... Um, the most appealing mm-hmm. individuals but you know some people just you know like you and i you would never never even guess yeah i'm a nerd at heart though dude, dude i I'm, played dungeons and dragons two weeks ago i didn't think i would ever do that so D is sick i've never i've only played like once mm-hmm. but i would love to i think that'd be so fun
0: yeah uh, a couple guys you probably know uh jordan hair Absolutely. You might know him. He wears leather jackets. I feel like you guys should hang out because you both wear leather jackets. That's all I wear. But um, <laughs> <laughs> almost had a heat strip. And then Tom is the host of the 806, and Colin Robinson, another oh, cool. I another Thomas. comedian. Uh, we were all we all played, and we were going to record a podcast, but mm-hmm. that game is like so like complex. Yeah, you
3: can't you can't it's, just like. like it's not It's
0: not going to be entertaining. No,
2: not really. It's super entertaining for you, though, yeah, like, to play but like, it, It's so fun. Listening
0: like, to it on a podcast, you're going to be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah no, it's like, uh, okay, I think I've had enough of this. But, you know, I'm sure that there's a market for it, though. Mm-hmm. There's got to be.
0: Oh, there's definitely some D&D podcasts out there that are probably thriving.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Millions of listeners all the time. That's so crazy. I think it's so cool that, you know, the Internet has brought us away to... Find people that are interested in the same things as you. Yeah, there's you know? a niche for everything. Yeah, definitely. You know, also there's a you know rule thirty four for everything too, probably. So
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, they they have porn podcasts. No way. Yeah, I was shocked by it. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, porn stars get on there and they're just like, I blew twelve people this week, and then.
2: Oh my God, is that really what it's like? <laughs> I don't is know. Is that <laughs> I like oh I my haven't God. I haven't honestly listened to it, but How I've over. seen like
0: Andrew Scholes has had like porn stars on his uh podcast and he's just like interviewed him and stuff oh god i bet that was
2: so <laughs> <laughs> that guy probably found a way to make every single one of the people in the room so uncomfortable but it was mm-hmm. probably really
0: funny yeah i mean i just assumed that like porn stars would be like you know these like broken down people but i mean maybe they are deep down but you know they seem really chill you know when they're being interviewed they seem like regular people huh that's interesting yeah i think Off it's take. Just, yeah I think it's just because I grew up in a church, and they're like, "You can't watch porn. Those women are being raped, and they hate themselves." And da, da, da. I mean, maybe they are. I don't know, but they seem chill on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all that matters,
2: really. As long as they,
0: <laughs> as long as they're Sex chill on podcasts,
2: you know, that's all that really matters in life.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a thin line.
2: Well, I might have to have to check out that Andrew Schultz episode. I don't think I don't really listen to comedy podcasts. I don't, I always feel, I don't know. I don't know why I don't.
0: I'm I just, I'm addicted to him. I listen to Burt. I listen to Joe Rogan.
2: I mean, like, is it, I've listened to Joe Rogan a few times. I've just, only when he interviews people that I like, am interested to hear mm-hmm. about, like, the Travis Barker episode was cool, and then, obviously, yeah. the, the Elon ones were nice. <laughs> He's such a weirdo. Yeah. Pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty
0: cool. He, he gets, like, less awkward every time he's on though yeah. cuz that the first time he interviewed him he would pause for like a minute for each question yeah Joe so going to ask him something he just sit there
2: well i think he is <laughs> such a you i pin you as an elon guy you like elon don't you
0: i do like elon i figured i'm usually a fan like if a lot of people hate them i'm usually like i want to check them out i want to see why everybody hates them and that's how, like that's how I feel with Elon.
2: I don't feel like people should hate Elon Musk. <laughs> but- <laughs> He's such a gentle person like I
0: know but it's weird. like people were like upset that he was on Saturday Night Live Dude, just... that was so stupid, and
2: Tesla's <laughs> stock dropped like a ton from that too. And Dogecoin, Dogecoin dropped. Dogecoin, fuck! I invested into fake Dude, money, and now much, I feel like an did asshole. Did you did you make did you ever make anything off Doge? No,
0: I I didn't invest until like a month ago. I own like seventy coins, and it's at like thirty three cents. I right made now.
2: like three hundred and fifty bucks on Dogecoin. Nice. Yeah, they call me you know a base. I'm basically a crypto millionaire at this point.
0: Three fifty. How much did you invest in U.S. dollars?
2: Um i think honestly only like 25 really i did it like That's when when it was like I half a cent. very first heard about it i was like fuck it this is so funny mm-hmm. and then turns out my sister like months and months and months ago she bought a ton and i feel so bad to this day and i haven't had the heart to tell her that it went up to 70 cents one day if she would have sold what she had when she bought it yeah it, she would have probably made like I'm not even kidding. Like five grand.
0: Yeah, but I mean, who knows? In ten years, it could be like worth twenty grand a, a piece. I know, dude. Like Elon said that one time, fate loves
2: irony, and it's supposed to be a joke, but obviously, it worked out for some. Some people became millionaires off of Dogecoin. Isn't that just mind-boggling? Yeah, that, that even happened. Crypto is just such an interesting thing. It's, um, it's my boss weird. at work is is big into crypto and. I try to learn some things from him. Um, he definitely knows his stuff. He's invested in several several different mm-hmm. currencies, and he's definitely like came out on top in some situations and stuff. But, dude, it's so complex. I don't know
0: shit about it, but I feel like, and you you probably know if this is true or not. But I feel like at any point, any billionaire like Elon Musk could just dump a bunch of money into it just to manipulate it, yeah. Make it I think jump so. up, mm-hmm. like they can just fuck with it at any time. I mean, I guess they do that with the stock market too, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. It just seems like we're all just waiting for the for billionaires to to bring up the coins. <laughs> yeah,
2: so something funny. Back to the the nerd talk. Yu-Gi-Oh works like a stock market the way that cards are
0: valued. Oh, it's, it's very very interesting. A bunch of old white guys running the game, huh?
2: Not necessarily. <laughs> um, but probably, who knows. So like if there's a card, for example, there's one right now called Forbidden Droplet and it's super broken. It's it's really really good. It's like 125 bucks.
0: What do you mean it's super broken?
2: It's like uh like too good. Mm. Like it is it is it is very very powerful.
0: Is that a new phrase?
2: It's not a new phrase, but it might be for some certain people that are not involved in gaming communities possibly.
0: So if I was like, "Bro, how was last night?" and you'd be like, "Last night was super broken." I mean,
2: certain people would understand <laughs> what you meant but um a good way to, to to think of it is you know we were talking about smash bros earlier and mm-hmm. how pikachu is super super good pikachu what we would call broken like pikachu's broken
0: i like that yeah it's funny cuz it's like, a
2: fun term to use i try to i yeah, it's definitely a big it, part of my vocabulary it's like
0: saying broke but now it means the opposite
2: yeah no it's it's for some <laughs> reason a good thing but so its cards about 125 a piece and it's best to play 3 of them so that's super duper expensive but when the card came out it was only like 60 bucks
3: mm. but when more
2: people started buying it the price went up and it's it's Literally a stock market, and it's the same way for like Magic and Pokemon cards and everything like that. I was that. gonna ask Don't if even you give play, a start on Pokemon, but if you play
0: Magic, because that's really similar to Yu Gi Oh, right? Um, it's similar
2: in the fact that it's like, and it's you know competitiveness. Seems darker. It's, it's boring. I think it's boring, dude.
0: I'd never got into any of them, but I remember like a bunch, a bunch of kids would be playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I'd see like an older guy. I was in like middle school. Uh-huh. I see a guy in high school with like magic cards. I'd be like, those yeah. look sick. Like it's definitely dope.
2: like more people look at it as the more mature game. Yeah. But like obviously, like if you're playing a card game competitively, how mature are you? But
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's a that's a that's a you know uh, that's a blow at myself. But. Um, no, I mean, it's super It's super cool. I, I would never hate on anyone for mm. playing something that they love, but Magic is very, very, like, slower compared to Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, in Yu-Gi-Oh! You can win or lose sometimes in, like, the span of literally, like, a minute. In Magic, there's no possible way that a game can end that quickly. There's just... It's not mathematically possible for a game to end that fast. Um, there's definitely different strategies that are, you know, more fast-paced, but... Mm. It's just not. It's not a game that's meant to just sit down and have have a game done in 20 minutes. It's just not not like that. But there's
0: a Yu-Gi-Oh casino in Vegas somewhere.
2: Oh, I'd be on. I'll be all over. Some guy's
0: lost a million dollars and he's crying in the alleyway.
2: Dude, you can you can totally gamble with Yu-Gi-Oh cards though. You literally just go buy packs, and sometimes you'll pull you know out of a three dollar pack a 120 dollar card or a 500 dollar card. Or you'll pull nothing. That's crazy. A
0: card's worth five hundred.
2: Oh, dude, have you heard about like the Pokemon craze that happened? No. Do you know how much a Charizard, an original Charizard, is? It is. Last time I checked, roughly one hundred and forty thousand dollars. What? I'm not kidding. Holy shit! Pretty much every card from the first set that came out, minimum bat worst card that no one cares about, hundred forty easy.
0: I had like. 100 to like 200 cards, and I was in like first grade. Find them. I, I threw all them shits away.
2: That's <laughs> unfortunate. You could literally be, I'm not even, you could have two Teslas and a really, 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 really big mansion if you found them. Damn it. Get to digging, boy.
0: This is just like an ad for hoarders. <laughs> yeah, for real. Now, now for I, I understand the show. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. I have a house full of Pokemon cards. I'm not throwing them away. Dude, if you had a
2: house <laughs> full of Pokemon cards, you would have a house so big to where it wouldn't even be considered hoarding. Like Pokemon seriously. cards and Beanie Babies. Yeah. I bet those. there's probably a, a market for those as well.
0: That makes it like, what's, what's something stupid right now that's going to be worth thousands of dollars in 20 years?
2: Vapes. Vapes. (laughs) (laughs) E-cigarettes. This is a legendary, legendary one that was limited edition. This used to kill 12-year-olds. How funny would that be? (laughs) I'm sure that there's like, you know, uh, several little things that, you know, we just don't know. Or, you know, obviously you were super surprised about the Charizard being worth that much. Yeah. I wonder how much stuff that we have just in our normal lives right now is going to be worth... Like crazy amounts of money later on, no one knew that like an original Beatles record would be worth what it is today. That's true. You know, wonder if like just stock up on Cardi B records <laughs> in like thirty <laughs> years, G they'll records. be like, this is what oh, we yeah. listened to in my time. Kiosh. I got I got
0: this uh, Kendrick Lamar out or record over here. Cool. So. Which one is it? Good
2: the kid, Mad one. City. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love that record. So I'm not super super big into rap, but that's a damn good record.
0: Yeah. For sure, I love that. It's a great story.
2: Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. What's your favorite song
0: on it? That's tough. I really like the way it starts out with like huh. where it's like, ooh, dude, I um, have to show
2: you this video that is. You're gonna think it's so funny. Probably it's like this guy mocking him.
0: <laughs> Money trees.
2: Money trees is a good one.
0: And that's J Rock's verse is my favorite part of the whole album.
2: Dude, I love uh, backseat freestyle. That's probably my favorite I'm one on that album. I
0: had a
3: dream.
2: Yeah, that's such a. It's such a <laughs> When I used to be in uh swimming, when I used to like do that, that's what I would listen to before my races and stuff. Nice. That was like my get hype song. That was before I discovered the glory of like heavier music and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's a damn good song. <laughs> it is a damn good song. Who it's are some fair. of your, who are some of your favorite artists other than Kendrick?
0: Um, J. Cole just dropped an album. That was pretty cool. Um I don't know who am I listening to a lot lately. Um, I like Tool a lot.
2: Tool's sick. Yeah, love that.
0: I got big in a Slipknot recently. Interesting. That's yeah. cool. I never really like listened to them until like recently. I don't know why. I They've just... always
2: been a band that I I like the way they sound, but I never really went out of my way to listen to them. And but I I think I should. I know I know that there's that record Iowa. I know that I need to listen to that like yeah. more in depth.
0: I think that's probably their best one, just because yeah. it like straight out the gate it just like bitch slaps you in the face. Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> love
2: I love the way uh, Corey Taylor's voice sounds, and I think that he's a really really big part of why music is the way it is today too. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely a great example of someone that started music in a completely different era with completely different marketing strategies, completely different everything. Mm -hmm. And he's adapted really, really well, you know, like we were talking about tool earlier and how they finally came around, but you know, some people still like older musicians, they still have not came around dude. Like to the new ways of, you know, listening to music and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Imagine not wanting to make a bunch of money. (laughs) yeah because of integrity like
0: (laughs) that's true i mean i guess if you're not broke it works yeah i guess so (laughs) yeah
2: like i saw this article the other day about the dude from kiss gene simmons Mm -hmm. i'm just bitching about spotify and stuff like dude i went and looked and they have like like a absurd amount of monthly listeners Mm -hmm. like what the fuck are you complaining about dude like you're literally making more money than you would selling cds like what in the hell are you complaining about like i know the old ways were cooler like cds yeah. like i love cds my car doesn't even have a fucking cd player though anymore so i don't even know like <laughs> you know i don't think a lot of cars do anymore no, they don't. which like is kind of sad honestly yeah like isn't it kind of sad that Dude, the, you can't listen to your physical favorite album yeah the thing i anymore. miss the
0: most is that is the album art like having physical art yeah
2: absolutely like that's
0: why i got records because like that's great that you can. I can hold this and look at it.
2: It's so cool, dude. Yeah. It's, and it's something that means a lot to you, and that's that's awesome. And I'm glad that there's still a way to do that. Yeah, you know? it's,
0: it's something that's not going to be appreciated. Well, I, th- I feel like records will probably make a comeback. but
2: They actually, dude, you're not even going to believe this. Record, like vinyls, outsold CDs for the first time in like 100 years, like last year. That makes sense. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Which, like, that's cool. Like, I'm glad people are kind of getting into, like, the finer side of like actually listening mm-hmm. to music because there's totally a difference you know mm-hmm. i think like atmospherically at least you know yeah. there's nothing like putting on your favorite vinyl and yeah just listening to it like it's it's like an experience or oh, when know? something
0: shocking happens you can go yep <laughs> oh yeah record scratch
2: you need to put that on your soundboard that we were talking about earlier i do huh? A record scratch
0: i need to make i feel like it'd be so i feel like you can just program soundboards into this keyboard and it wouldn't oh, even totally. be that hard
2: i could probably help you figure that out like you have you have a, a software that we can use already. Oh, yeah. Sweet.
0: It's exciting.
2: <laughs> yeah, but in regards to the evolution of the way music is, you know, listened to nowadays, it's really insane to think about, you know, because it really wasn't all that long ago when, you know, streaming and stuff wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember even when I was in high school, it really was not picking up yet.
0: Yeah, I was... Downloading songs on uh, Pirate Bay.
2: Pirate
3: Bay.
0: Using U-Torrent. Getting every virus in the world. Hell yeah. But what was cool about that when I was stealing music was uh, you could just type in an artist and get like full discographies. Mm -hmm. And you could download six albums at the same time. That's so sick. I did that with Nas and I listened to like every Nas song. Cool. One of the best rappers of all time.
2: Nice. I like kind of grew up in this weird phase between generations where i wasn't quite I, I i didn't really grow up in the time where like the lime wire thing and like the u torrent was really like mm-hmm. i knew about it and i'm also in this period of where like you know streaming is a thing and it's yeah. really really interesting to kind of be in between you know i see all these facebook posts that i don't even know what they're talking about like remember the days of lime wire and stuff like i know what that is right. obviously how old are you i'm uh 23 i just turned 23
0: oh okay yeah yeah you're just a little bit too young it was just like and i'm in such
2: a weird phase dude like i'm like a huge anime fan and dragon ball z was just like a hair too old for me like Mm. it was just a hair you know before my time did you you ever
0: watch dragon ball i didn't because that came out in the 90s i remember watching that in third grade and being like this looks old
2: (laughs) yeah that's funny uh so naruto was like my dragon
0: ball because uh, i hear great things
2: yeah it's awesome right do you like anime at all do you ever watch um ever i i wasn't
0: i was into like inuasha and dragon ball dude, z Inuyasha as a kid is so sick and then uh i got when i was in college one of my friends showed me attack on titan
2: dude that's a cool one and i got deep into that i think that's a good one to show people that for one are not faint of heart mm-hmm. and for two um aren't really into anime i think that's a really good one to show people yeah
0: it is because i didn't think i would like anime like it's and then so i watched that and i was like when this people is dope talk as fuck.
2: Shit about anime like mm-hmm. it is literally just a story just like any other show that you'd watch yeah. it's just animated like
0: you can't even really hate on it more because everybody likes anime now yeah like it's,
2: it's totally fine now but when
0: I, when I was in like middle school it was like this weird thing that a few kids liked and then we all grew up and everyone's like this is dope like yeah. <laughs> i don't know why we didn't like so this so
2: mean to me about like my interests, like pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and anime and it's really funny i won't name the person but there's this girl that used to be so mean to me throughout all of I, we went to school with each other since we were like in elementary till mm. high school And she used to be so mean to me about liking the things I do. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like a year ago, I saw her post like a picture of her in like a Dragon Ball Z sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. And I literally commented on it and said, uh, what did I say?
0: You hypocrite.
2: No, I said, (laughs) uh, is this the, I used to be mean to someone for watching anime or something look, mm-hmm. but now it's acceptable like look or something like that. It got like sixty likes and then she blocked me. It was really funny. She blocked you? Yeah. She was... didn't
0: even have a sense of humor about it. No. Like ah, I used to be a
2: bitch. She just <laughs> knew it. She knew that I came for her ass and she she knew she knew that she was a bitch to me. But yeah. No, but I'm also like I'm definitely not like upset that it's popular now. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Like yeah. you know, it's more people enjoying things that are awesome and yeah you know even if they used to be an asshole to me about it (laughs) you know it's funny if you've just just now figured out that dragon ball z was kind of cool or naruto was kind of cool good for you you have like 700 episodes of something you can watch
0: every day naruto how many is it 700 they have an insane Um, amount of episodes it's
2: really really long um it's i think so there's two parts to it there's uh, when they were young and then when they're like the mm. time skip I think there's like 400 of the first like show and then the second show when they're all kind of like a little bit more grown up I think there's like a good 600 maybe that's insane but One Piece is the longest running anime of all time I think now even above Dragon Ball and that shit has like 2000 episodes bro Damn, it it's is like like, like The it's, Simpsons it's it's <laughs> insane The Simpsons is my favorite anime <laughs> Along with Corey in the house,
0: Corey in the house, Raven's little brother. Yeah,
2: I think so. <laughs> see, I see. I was there for that. I rem- I know all that old Dis- the the golden era of Disney I stuff. I never
0: I never watched that spinoff.
2: Oh yeah, it was funny. It was fine. But I feel like watching it now. If you ever go back and watch like Wizards of Waverly Place or mm-hmm. like any of those shows, like even like Hannah Montana or mm-hmm. whatever. Dude, that shit is not cool at all. Like, yeah. I don't know how I enjoyed that when I was young. Dude,
0: 100%. I went back and watched, like, Keenan and Kel episodes that I uh-huh. used to love. And I was like, this is the corniest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's one
2: that has stood the test of time, and it's Drake and Josh.
0: Drake and Josh, yeah. that was a solid I, show. I
2: thought that was a very. I think today, still, it's super funny. The
0: dude that played iCarly's older brother. I, for- uh, I forgot his name in Drake and Josh, but he, like, worked at the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. His name is Spencer in iCarly. But anyway. That dude was probably my favorite character. Dude, he was
2: just hilarious. Halluc- I think that that act- I think that his scenes were ahead of the time. You know, just that crazy, sporadic mm-hmm. humor. Like, I loved it. Like, when he just, shit would just catch on fire randomly. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just the funniest thing I'd ever seen when I was young.
0: Funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird uh, seeing Ariana Grande on, like, Nickelodeon. And then just uh-huh. being like i want you to put it on my ass you know and just like whoa what what happened <laughs> yeah that's calm kind down Ariana. these
3: <laughs> days
2: with uh you know disney and nickelodeon stars being fucking insane when they're mm-hmm. older like demi don't even get me started on oh, Demi, yeah. bro she's awesome good for her that she's like not doing heroin and stuff anymore yeah. but oh my god like did, she, did you ever hear about that
0: was she about to get in trouble for something because like I, I feel like she was just like, I'm, I'm changing my pronouns. like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I <laughs> you, saw that.
2: Were you about to get canceled? I, I mean, guess? like, good for her, I guess,
0: but... <laughs> Somebody mad at you? What's going on? <laughs> no, it's
2: it's kind of wild. Um, Yeah, apparently she went on, like, a heroin binge for, like, a couple of years or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now it's all she talks about. Like, anytime I see an article about her, like, ah, what was that guy that just died? DMX. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's his name, right? Yeah. DMX. Okay, cool, sweet. Someone's going to hate me for that. But, um when that stuff happened she like kept posting about like oh it could have been me like just like so attention seeking yeah and like everyone was hating so hard on her it's like we get it you did heroin for a while and now you want everyone to know that you're not anymore Mm -hmm. which like you know i'm happy when people overcome their addictions that's great yeah it is a terrible addiction is a terrible thing just don't make it oh my god (laughs) shut up like
0: (laughs) yeah i agree i've She's also like it's it's weird when people have been like celebrities their whole lives because uh-huh. you're like I don't know if she's ever like been able to just be a regular person because she was on like Barney yeah. and Friends as a kid. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. Or like Logan Paul, you know, that guy is a, oh, a complete jackass, yeah. but he was on Disney his whole life. Like Michael Jackson was famous since he was 5. Like these people are just weird because they've never been like normal. They don't oh, know Jackson. <laughs> They don't know how to be regular people.
2: Yeah. I don't, but you have to wonder if they even, you know, obviously they know that there's something missing in mm-hmm. the normality of, you know, how everyone else is. But I wonder if some of them don't even like miss, it. if you don't know that it's there to miss normality, then you probably don't, yeah. you know, is that, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they probably don't even know what they're missing. It's probably just nor What's normal to them is yeah. just different than our normal, you know, they're like what's a Walmart. They're like, <laughs> they're like. Wait a minute. There's bathrooms and gas stations. Like, you know. But I'm sure that a lot of them are all fucked up in the head. Especially like children actors. Yeah, they gotta be. Dude, they are all fucked up in the head now. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no way that they're not. Like, what's the dude in Home Alone? Macaulay. (laughs) Macaulay Culkin. Dude, that guy was, I think he's on the incline in his mental health. These days, probably. Yeah, I think he's better now. But I'm pretty sure he was really fucked off for a while. Like, I'm actually positive he was really fucked off for a while. Yeah. Poor guy.
0: Yeah, well, he still gets royalties. Great movies.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were (laughs) fine. There's a... Like I said, I, I, I was in this, like, really weird gap in where I was born where, like, certain, like, old movies and stuff, which, like, it's... Don't put me on a cross and crucify me for saying that those are old movies but they're pretty fucking old now no, right? they're old yeah yeah okay, anything cool,
0: sweet. anything made before 2000 you can call an old movie okay it
2: was old they're old as shit right so i haven't seen like a lot of stuff like that like i've seen the home alone movies yeah. but like i feel I like get, people get so mad at me sometimes that was
0: the last like slapstick comedy that was like really good you know like that was the last one that was like popular yeah because i they don't make movies where people are just like getting hit for fun anymore
2: yeah it's <laughs> just kind of like, well, there was that Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, that is <laughs> gone. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I'm a sucker for, like, cute things, though. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a cute little cat and mouse just mm-hmm. doing their thing and, you know, basically, you know, being super violent to each other. And, yeah. You know. But it's all in, all in good fun. All in good mm-hmm. violence. Yeah, until
0: Disney cancels it. Yeah. <laughs> Violence isn't the answer, it's the question. I went. Well, I watched Home Alone 2 recently, like, two Christmases ago. And that, he's basically just torturing these poor guys <laughs> for an hour and a half. Totally, dude. <laughs> like, it's like, you'd think they'd fucking leave after, like,
2: if I broke into someone's house and a bowling ball dropped on me, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to go any further. Like, obviously, yeah. like, this is not a good thing.
0: Time to cut my losses.
2: Yeah, you'd think that after, <laughs> yes. like, getting smacked with several, like, objects that are more than fifty pounds. Yeah. You'd think that you'd probably just leave. Let's, I know I would. Let's
0: rob a kid who's not a serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> for real,
2: dude. Oh my God. Like, if that was a real scenario, God, dude. I think that you'd get sued. I think that the kid would get sued. Probably. That's happened like before. You built a
0: torture chamber. There was like
2: there was a there was a, a <laughs> basically there was a I heard about this one thing where this person got sued for I think some guy broke into this lady's house and he tripped on like their stairs or some some stupid thing like that and the guy that broke into the house won the lawsuit. I I heard about that. I didn't know if it was real. It's fucking real, dude. That's Isn't crazy. that just crazy? Yeah. What has the world come to? There's new laws can- in
0: California where you can't stop someone when they're stealing. Like you can get in trouble if like you're someone's at like a store in Los Angeles. And you stop them from stealing. I'm convinced that Texas is just a different, different country.
2: Yeah, basically in its own. Because if that shit was even brought up as a possibility to be a law here, mm-hmm. there'd be a secede. Yeah. In the in the works. We're I not
0: think. we're not United fifty states. We need to just split it up. We each state needs to be its own country. You know, we can have like right. two to three can combine, but other than that. We just all need to spread out. Yeah,
2: like Maine. Like, you're gonna let Maine be its own country? <laughs> it's literally like the size of like a pin.
0: Yeah, Maine. Maine can tag on to somebody. Yeah, for sure.
2: That whole little region up there, honestly, we can just call it all yeah. New York, because that's basically what it is. But
0: like right? California and Texas, there's nothing similar about them. No,
2: totally not. <laughs> I don't even. Lo- they're not necessarily close to each other, but they're kind of close to each other on the map, ish. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Dude, different world down there for sure, mm-hmm. or up up there, over, over there, over yonder, over yon- over the, the invisible lines. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like culture shock, such a, such a weird thing. I went down there to record my first record, and I felt like I was, you know, pretty normal around there. But mm-hmm. like anytime i talk to somebody, I don't think I have a Texan accent. Do you?
0: No, but I know what you mean because I have family in California.
2: Everybody was like, "You're from Texas, huh?" Yeah. I was like, "Am I just what? How?" I feel like I'm rather well spoken for, uh, <laughs> like grammatically at least. I don't know.
0: They I would just, laugh every time I'd say y'all, and I'd be like, "I'm not gonna say you all." That's stupid, I'm and, and I, I hate fucking it. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, you all is
2: or like use guys. Use guys. That is funny. Yeah, to but say. that's fucking normal over there, right? <laughs> it's just like
0: uh, i don't know they, they say all of you pay all of you come with me
2: <laughs> or it's like say like there's like seven people in a room like with all seven of you like it's just too many fucking words dude like we can just combine yeah. shit like y'all like yeah. y'all have come over you know y'all you Y'all have done that.
0: I catch myself... I've caught myself saying used to could a couple times. And every time I'm just like, why the fuck did you say that? Stop yeah. it. Like, <laughs> oh my God, dude. No,
2: please. <laughs> yeah. No, there's definitely times when the Texan will will pop out of us every now and again, you know? Mm-hmm. Just when we least expect it. And it was funny because when we were recording, there was like uh, a line where it's like, I'm getting handled in the devil's grips was like a, uh, a line in the song. And I just... Guess they thought it was just the most hilarious thing they've ever heard that I couldn't say "devil" without sounding like I would be like "devil."
1: They mm. thought it was just
2: the funniest shit they've ever heard in their lives. That's awesome. And I was getting frustrated. I was like, "Shut the fuck up! I'm trying to not sound like I sound that, now." That feels of like you.
0: one of those moments where you're supposed to be quiet, and that makes it ten times funnier. Was it one of those things? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm proud to be. From Texas. Kanye. Yes. I just picked up a Kanye button on this man's desk. A, and I wish time, it
0: was mine. One of my all-time favorite artists.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I've never been the biggest fan of Kanye. I don't think I've... I don't know.
0: He's got He's got classics. He's cool. He's lost his mind.
2: He is insane. But he's but got classics. There's one song that I like by him. It's a... Uh, what the fuck is it called? It's the one... Uh, <laughs> i don't know dude i don't remember what it's called but i really like it that's all you should know there's one kanye song that i really like
0: gold digger
3: no
2: it's not it's the one about uh it's for sure like about uh power power something
0: oh is it called power
2: i think it's called power Yeah. Uh, it goes oh yes that's the one that's the song i like
0: he's the king of like samples yeah yeah for sure he's he's mastered that art yeah definitely Of just like finding old classic music and just like revamping it and making it like his own thing
2: well i think that the reason why i kind of started hating on him back in the day was when the life of pablo came out Mm -hmm. and all my friends were so into it and i was like i just i just did not it just did not compute for me, Mm -hmm. why everyone was enjoying it so much, which is like, cool. If you like it, awesome, happy for you that you have something you like, but I just could not get into it, dude. It just just felt so gospel music, and Mm -hmm. that's cool and all, but like, I don't know. I think that when I want to listen to rap music, I want to listen to stuff like Kendrick or like ASAP that's like, you know, kind of upbeat and, you know, not necessarily deep i guess well kendrick's super deep that's a bad example but like asap yeah, is super deep. you can't fucking listen to asap and be like you know this man's an intellectual genius like Asap's it's just dope. good it's just good music dude. Yeah, I love shit, sure. rocky but kanye i feel like i'm missing out probably because you know if everyone loves somebody there's probably something good about him. you
0: know well his i think you'd really enjoy his like first three albums also yeezus is amazing it's like. I mean, uh, I'll check
2: it out. I'm not gonna bullshit you and be like, yeah, I'll listen, it's to, weird it. I'll listen it's, to it. It's weird
0: because I forgot he went in a whole different direction that no, like anyone in hip. Well, I can't say not anyone in hip hop. No one like mainstream hip hop has yeah. done, or it's kind of like uh, I don't know what you call it, like an industrial sound.
2: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, where it's like uh, like that band Death Grips. I don't know. Sick. I don't know what you would call that genre. Where it's kind of like.
2: I think it's just alternative, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like a- so. So,
0: weird screeching sounds and metallic things alternative going is
2: a good label to slap on anything if you don't really know what genre yeah. it is like <laughs> i don't really even know what genre i am so i just slap alternative on it and boom everyone kind of knows what it is then or they have absolutely fucking no idea because bon Vare is like alternative but then technically the arctic monkeys are too but they're kind of like yeah. more like a rock band so
0: bon Iver, he kanye has worked with him a lot too oh that's sick yeah Or is it? Is the whole band, huh? Not just one guy. I don't
2: know.
3: I don't know either. I have (laughs) absolutely no idea.
2: (laughs) I think I kind (sighs) of fucked up naming my project Rain Division because it totally sounds like a band, and it kind of is, I guess. But Mm. like, it's definitely just me. Like, I'm in all the pictures and stuff, and like, it's just me. But I feel like it sounds like a band. But then again, there's also like Panic at the Disco is literally just Brendon Urie. But really? Yeah, dude. He's been. It's been the Brendon Urie show for like last ten years.
0: It was never a full band. It was, Oh. but okay.
2: now it's it's just basically he writes everything.
0: That guy has a great voice.
2: He is a musical god. I think he is the best singer of our of our of our yeah of our generation.
0: I could I could I might be like overstating this, but I feel like he's he's like Frank Sinatra of like totally. our generation,
2: and that's what he was going for, and he did it. Oh yeah, he did it for sure. I'm very proud that they went from this scene, like, kind of punk, not necessarily punk, but, you know, this kind of emo band, that's the word I was looking for, Yeah. to this, I mean, just everything that they put out is just top in every chart. And you hear it on the radio, like, Mm -hmm. mainstream pop radio, like, High Hopes, you've heard it, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Dude, everywhere, commercials and shit, never thought I'd see the day when Panic! at the Disco was... The biggest artist in the world. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, probably not the biggest artist in the world, but like, yeah. guarantee if you look up it on Spotify, huge. Like for the sure. last dude, they've they they've, they've got to be at least in the top twenty. There's mm-hmm. no way that they're not, you know. Especially we just put that one song, High Hopes. You know, Definitely. that's such a that's such a beautiful song too. It's a good one because it's so relatable. <laughs> you gotta have high hopes for a living.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Dude, that's such a catchy. He's a genius, man, and he is just such a. Amazing vocalist, I mean, he is just so versatile and talented. I would, I would, I would do anything to make a song with him one oh. day. That's my dream. That's my dream. I'm saying it now. I didn't know if you're about to be like, I would, you
0: know, do something gay for him. I, I was gonna know. say that, but <laughs> then you're I didn't of, know you i thinking it was, about it. Yeah, well, yeah I probably. would blow him. You heard it here on the podcast. Yep,
2: you can put that, put that in a <laughs> quote somewhere. <laughs> I would let Brendan Urie do a gay thing,
0: (laughs) just for a little bit.
2: We all have, you know, our idol that we'd probably do a gay thing with, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: Who's yours? See, I've been—I was just thinking about that. (laughs) I've always thought Ryan Reynolds. You know, dude,
2: you know what? I feel like that's most—that's a lot of people (laughs) would probably probably be all right with that.
0: I I love his like sense of humor.
2: Dude, he's so funny, man. The biggest compliment that I've ever gotten is two people two separate occasions have told me that i act like ryan reynolds and i was like that is the coolest thing i've ever fucking been told i don't even care about if you compliment my music but if you tell me that i remind you of ryan reynolds for any reason no matter what it is i will be more flattered than anything (laughs) deadpool best superhero movie i've ever seen totally (laughs) i've been a huge deadpool fan for like i mean since i was in early high school and that was way before like the movies were even like thought of before anyone fucking knew who deadpool was Mm -hmm. uh, other than like you know hardcore like comic book fans and my favorite one is the series called uh deadpool versus carnage that came out a really 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 long time ago and uh i was really stoked to see that he was deadpool like i could think of no better person i could not it's like that is his role now and you know, that's, it's sick, dude. Murdered it. Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's kind of sad to see, this is kind of random, but that Hugh Jackman's not Wolverine anymore.
0: Yeah, that sucks, man. Isn't I hate... That suck? He is the
2: perfect Wolverine, man.
0: Yeah, it's going to be weird. I hate when they just replaced, like, we've had so many Batman and so many spider man I was just about to say, we've had such like... a revolving door of
2: Batmans, dude. Like, it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. But I have a lot of faith in Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna slay that shit, dude. Did,
0: did you get into the the Justice League films? Because no, I, didn't. I never watched them. They looked boring,
2: dude. I just never have been <laughs> that big of a DC fan, man. Yeah, me either. And like, I I loved Batman when I was younger, and the Dark Knight trilogy is arguably one of the better superhero, you know, series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that there is so much dynamic and just the colors and. I mean, everything about yeah. those
0: movies was, I mean, perfect. The way they... I thought it was so good. The way they highlighted the villains. Yeah, dude, definitely. That didn't happen
2: yes, previously. absolutely. absolutely. Um, like, Bane, dude. Like, Bane was so sick, you know? Like the...
0: You were only
2: born in the
3: darkness.
0: I wish... Whatever. Yeah. Those movies were epic because, like... Well, maybe not Batman Begins. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but those movies are epic just because, like the the villain was almost the protagonist, you know. For real, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's funny. I love when that shit happens. I'm a big fan of like anti-heroes, mm-hmm. you know. And Batman's really not all that great of a person. So, I jive with it. Have you heard about that show on Amazon Prime called Invincible? No. Dude. Oh my god. You would love it.
0: What's it uh what's it about?
2: So, it's it's very 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 DC. Esque kind of which is or do, oh wait you, is
0: it animated it's kind of yeah it's animated. i've seen people talk about dude, it dude
2: it's awesome and you should watch it before you learn all the shit that happens
0: i've seen people compare it to the boys dude i prom. dude I would, I, love, I would literally pay you to watch it i got addicted to that show the boys the
2: boys what is that i don't think it's I've ever heard
0: uh of that. i'll have to show you a trailer or something but it's uh it's a team of superheroes mm-hmm. but they're like corporate and they're all like really shitty people sick that sounds like my type of thing
3: bro
0: (laughs) and they're like they're like just straight up like marking people like there's a scene where this guy he just like shoots the there's these guys hijacking a plane and he like shoots his lasers at them sick and like he destroys the whole monitor thing in the front and the plane starts going down he's like i don't want to save all these people (laughs) he just (laughs) lets them all die that's funny and like the the boys are a team of like guys who aren't supers and just, they're just like regular guys who like hate superheroes. So they're like systematically like trying to kill them off one by one. Dude, that sounds incr That sounds awesome. That's a great show.
2: Dude, after we finish Invincible, which will be probably soon because it's that, it's so binge worthy. Um, we'll for sure watch that. I definitely, that sounds like something I would love. Invincible is very, uh, it's one of the most gruesome graphic shows I've ever seen. Which you wouldn't expect it for being like, yeah, dude, it's 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 crazy, it's dope. Um that being said, also used to watch Castlevania, which is totally like an anime. It's a Netflix uh original anime. Is that a video game? It was, yeah. Okay. It, it was. I don't think I've um, seen the it show. It's so goddamn good. Oh my god, I just finished it and I it's probably my favorite. And I say that about everything, so it doesn't really matter, but it's <laughs> it's probably my favorite. Um but this Invincible show, it's it's very like uh it's it's kind of like what would happen if if superheroes were real. Like, you know, we it's very very like PG almost in Marvel and stuff like that. Like you don't see people just getting murdered, you know? Like mm. they'll allude to it and hint to these terrible things happening. But in this show you will see someone get I mean their head like exploded by a fist and it it they will not they don't pull punches on like Blood and stuff, which, like, you know, some people aren't into that, and that's cool, but yeah. I'm into that, and it's cool. <laughs> yeah, you'd love the boys. It's, yeah. It's very gruesome. Oh, sick type. <laughs> I just like real stuff. Like, if there were superheroes in real life, you'd bet your ass there would be... There would be like some crazy explosions and people's eyes like splattering mm-hmm. on the wall. That's that would, would be what would happen if Absolutely. someone had nuclear snaps that yeah. could kill things. Like
0: if Batman was just dropping down and punching the shit out of people, you they know? would not
3: but <laughs> all right, dude. Their
2: their face would be, I mean, dilapidated, like mm-hmm. mutilated. That's what would happen, and that's what it's like in this show. And it's really, you know, obviously there's no, you know, superheroes are a fiction thing, but. I think that it depicts very well of what the world would be like if superheroes were real. Is it like uh, comical or more like both? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry I interrupted you. Oh, you're good. But it was, whatever <laughs> you were about to say, it's 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 comical and very serious. Is that what you are gonna say? I was gonna say like drama, but yeah. Same yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. But you're good. um good? Yeah. No, it's 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 like a good amount of both. Like I have laughed a lot at that show than I have in a lot of. You know, TV that I've watched in the past few months. That's dope. And I'm, I'm only on episode two. There's like seven or eight episodes, but they're like an hour long each. That's so cool. So it's pretty cool.
0: I need something like irreverent to watch.
2: Dude, it's great. I promise you. If you start it, you will, just the first episode, you will be hooked. Hell yeah. I will literally take you on a fancy dinner date if you watch the first episode and don't like it. And I'll take you on a fancy dinner date if you watch it and like it. Okay. let It go. seems like we're just doing that now. The date is set. Sweet. But yeah, it's super good, dude. I think that you'd be into it. And there's some very good like and with that being said, with all these super dark things happening, there is some dark humor and I know that you drive with that a lot. Mm-hmm. I know that's mm-hmm. your it's one of your things that you enjoy, but it's it's super cool, dude. You should definitely watch it.
0: Very nice. I go through I'll these weird it.
2: periods where like I have I feel like I don't have like any shows to watch. Mm-hmm. So, I like to try to try to you know help people out that are possibly in the same situation
0: yeah i mean me and my lady are watching snowfall right now which is an awesome show about drug dealers oh, cool. um in the 90s but it's like when she's not here i can't watch it you know i got gotcha. because that's cheating dude so, that's, so i, I need to go watch something everything on my own. <laughs> i had in my
2: body today to not watch it without my girlfriend and i was going to castlevania was so good And I was, the new season just came out and I've been waiting a long time. I was so in love with the show that I was going to watch the whole show over just because it was that good. Mm -hmm. And then I was at work one day and I was just kind of like on my lunch break and I was like, fuck it. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. She wasn't, you know, she didn't seem particularly stoked. It's about vampires and stuff, but, um, yeah, there's definitely shows. It's definitely cheating when you when you watch watch mm-hmm. stuff without your significant other. She gets. I I tend to do it like sometimes like when she falls asleep before me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna not finish the episode, bro. Yeah, that's fair. Like I have to. I have to. I can't stop an episode. In the middle of conflict, which, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you fall asleep <laughs> in the middle of conflict, like in the show? But
0: you got to rewatch it with her and be like, whoa, I'm so surprised. No, I tell her, <laughs> I,
2: I, I either tell her, I'm like, we can rewatch this, or I can tell you what happened. Hmm. And usually she's just like, Don't just tell me what happened. She's cool about it. <laughs> That's cool. But yeah, I, I feel like, do you always just have a show that you're watching, like at all times, basically?
0: No. Um, I get. I get uh, deep into like really specific shows, like uh-huh. like I got really hooked into Breaking Bad. I got really oh, I got really hooked Breaking onto bad the boys. So I've I've watched Breaking Bad all the way through three times.
2: I think I have watched it like two or three times. As yeah.
0: Well. Um. But other than that, like I like watch like stand up or I listen to podcasts. Uh-huh. Um. There's not it's. I don't really get, like, too deep into shows. I like to, like, watch, like, comedies that I yeah. don't have to pay attention to very closely. Like
2: That's kind of how my girlfriend is, too. Like, Always
0: Sunny or, like, Arrested Development uh-huh. or, like, Trailer Park Boys. I'll just put yeah. on a random episode. And that's that's always fun.
2: We like to watch, like, when we don't really want to, like, super, super pay attention to shit. We just finished watching this show called Instant Hotel. <laughs> and it's about these people in Australia. And it's, like, a competition to have, like, the best Airbnb or whatever. And it's really, really entertaining, but you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to that it. That sounds entertaining. It's super, dude. It's you'll hate a lot of the people that are on the <laughs> show, but and it's there's some definitely like mean people, but it's it's good. It's good TV. I mean, it's just like nice reality TV that's that's fun, and you don't really have to like be super invested. You can watch and pick up an episode wherever, and just you know watch or don't. You know, you can be on your phone or whatever. I feel like it's a. I feel like there's a lot of shows that are like that. And I wonder if the creators know that this is literally something that people just put on when they don't actually want to watch something. Oh, yeah. They probably do.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, like, they get, like, analytics and it's like yeah. people watch for two minutes.
2: <laughs> it's probably, like, the worst thing to find out that your show is something mm-hmm. that people put on when they don't want to pay
3: attention.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, It Damn. works.
2: I mean, hey, they're getting views still, though, so I guess they're probably not complaining. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I feel like I always have to have a show to watch, like, at night when I'm, like, unwinding, mm-hmm. about to go to bed.
0: What's, you your, what's your show?
2: I, it's, it's you know, we, we just kind of jump around. Like, right now it's Invincible, mm-hmm. but um, the last thing was that Instant Hotel one. I think before that, what were we watching before that? I don't know, we just go through so much shit, you
0: know? Me me and my girlfriend have, like, opposite schedules. So, like, I usually work at, like, 7 Mm a.m. And she usually goes to work at, like, 5 p.m. She gets off at, like, midnight. So, yeah, we... (laughs) Whenever we want to watch something, I'm, like, ready to go to bed. And she's, like, super amped and wired because she just got off work. She's awake. Yeah, so... um, It's it's tough to, like, stay on the same Mm -hmm. viewing schedule.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Luckily... My girlfriend and I have a very pretty similar schedule. We don't have to worry about that too much. But, um, something that I I would recommend you to watch if you, uh, other than Castlevania and Invincible. I know I'm just making my big old fucking list here. Definitely going to watch Invincible. Dude, please. It's so, it's important. They just, I think they got renewed for three seasons as well. Um, have you seen, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Um, Man, I hate myself. You feel me on that? That's a good show. I'll figure it out. I ADHD Man, I hate I remember, myself. I remember things. You like ADHD? 3 hours later. Yeah, super terribly. Yeah, it's awful.
0: Mm. Uh-huh. You, you take Adderall for it?
2: I am prescribed it, but I don't take it as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Um for a couple of reasons. Um for one, it really dries my voice out. Mm. And, you know, singing is more important than focusing. <laughs> does me. it
0: does it like slow you down? Like, 'Cause I know like people who don't have ADHD, like if I take Adderall, I'm like super wired for hours.
2: Yeah. No, it does not it definitely is not is not something that I would take to have fun mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I take it sometimes at work, you know when I need to focus. Mm. And obviously before my trading card game tournaments, I take that shit and I am a god at Yu Gi Oh when I take Adderall. <laughs> oh yeah. But um other than that, no, I don't really take it that much, but it does make me feel really, 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 really relaxed. But I also don't think I took it consistently enough ever to build a tolerance to where it didn't feel like the first time was every time. Does it, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's one of those things where you kind of like, if you're going, if you are a person with ADHD that needs it to focus, yeah. you should not just take it once every week. I mm-hmm. feel like you need to take it like at least three or four days a week to yeah. actually make it work because. It's like I don't know. It's there's not really much to compare it to. But, but there
0: I mean there could be like, you know, other healthier alternatives.
2: I take mother up uh, much many other healthy alternatives, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. G Fuel thing that I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Like the nutris nu- nootropics in it. It's basically like a kind of same stimulant. That's mm-hmm. similar to Adderall, except it's not basically chemical meth. Yeah, you know? that's it's what I'm just, saying.
0: Like, if you take Adderall daily mm-hmm. for years, yeah. I mean, who knows what like side effects well, you're also, having like, on your CBD body? CBD
2: is mm-hmm. also another really good really? Uh, thing for ADHD as well. I didn't know that. That's just, what's up. You know, up. diet weed. Um, then oh, yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> you can smoke CBD. Did you know that? Yeah, I went into a CBD shop because I heard they had pre-rolled joints, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the guy who was like, "Y'all got joints in here?" So mm-hmm. I just like looked around and left also it was pretty expensive
2: yeah it's not it's not cheap but it's it's definitely like very very you know there's no negatives to it man it's yeah. great i take it for sleep often i have a lot of sleep problems and that's that that's definitely like a really good good thing mm-hmm. for me is cbd for bed i know it sounds so fucking pretentious but it's just like dude it works yeah it really does um and then also have you heard of kratom yeah. Is. there's see. uh
0: this bang bang vape place like next yep. door. That's I, where I go
2: to get my get mine and that's that's really good for my ADHD. That's it cool. It Works does. for you, man. Yeah.
0: I f- I feel like I didn't get, feel any side effects when I took it and they were like just take like 3 at a time and then I was like I don't feel anything. You so didn't feel like time, anything at all? No, not really. So I took like 6 and then I took like 8. Oh no. Not like same day, but like okay. over over time. I was like oh my god. You <laughs> have to tell me that you threw up that day. So no, I, I got to the point where I popped like 8 of them and I was like I don't know. I'd... Well, you're a big boy. You yeah, gotta take a little it.
2: bit more than than I would. So like, capsules are weird. I don't really like the capsules. I take the powder. Mm. But do you just mix it in a drink? No, fuck no. Oh. It tastes so bad when you mix it in a drink. It is like the worst tasting shit ever. How do you take it? So there's a there's a method to it, and you have to be very particular with you have it. To snort it? No, <laughs> <laughs> you would die. I think I think you would actually die because it it doesn't like break down like the way that something would need to, to mm. dissolve, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't really dissolve. Um, you put, like, water in your mouth, and then you kind of, like, let it, like, don't swallow it, and then you pour it on top, and then you take more water, and you don't really taste it at all. Oh, okay. But um, it's definitely, like, you know, some people don't. Like, like, I used to date this girl, and she never, you know, there's times when she'd take a bunch, and she'd never feel anything. And it's like, but I don't think you're necessarily supposed to feel it. Yeah, does that make sense? It's it's kind of like sense. a cup of coffee. Like you don't yeah. drink coffee and you're like, fuck yeah, I feel <laughs> up. You're just like, I'm slightly more energetic, and that's kind of what kratom is like yeah. to me at least. It's 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 just like a little bit more alertness and energy, you know? Yeah. Um, because there's different like strains of it too that are that have different effects. One, some are more relaxing and some mm-hmm. are more like energetic.
0: Yeah, I took a I took a focus one. Mm-hmm. I think it was a focus, uh, and then I took like a an energy one, and I mean, I, I didn't notice either one of them, but I also drink, like, a focus tea, and I don't think that does anything either. I just like... Probably not. I just like the idea of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah.
2: That's cool. Um, yeah, that's, that stuff's cool. I Weed just is don't... cool, though. What?
0: Weed is cool. Um, I feel like it makes me more creative.
2: I'm not... I'm not... I'm not really into that, man. I just can't... I just... It's just not my thing. I don't yeah. know. Is I've... it paranoia? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. it. I'm not really much <laughs> of a substance guy in general, man. Yeah. It's like... I don't, like, I like to drink sometimes, but it's just not, I don't know. I just get tired. I just get so tired when I drink. Yeah. You know? There's a point in time where I lose I was, my memory too quick. Oh, yeah.
0: I hate that shit. Like, when I'm just like, I don't remember coming home last night.
2: Yeah, that's, that's. <laughs> it's not a I good mean, feeling. It's, ha- it's happened, you know? And, like, it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just mm. that I don't like it enough to do it every, like, day, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even at that point, it's just, like, usually it makes me tired. And mm-hmm. when I want to have fun, I don't want to be tired. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. You know, but then there, it's, like, sometimes I will, and sometimes I'm, like, super amped and energetic. And sometimes I will, and I'm, like, okay, I've had, like, three beers, and I want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not really an in-between. It's either I'm very energetic, or I'm, like, night-night.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, now nowadays, I, I usually never drink more than, like, two in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I hate I hate waking up hungover. I hate losing my memory. Like, it's like all the side effects are bad, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, there's not it's, really a pl- – it's poison. It's, it's not worth it.
2: Yeah. I I definitely love the taste of beer, though. Like, I love sour beers and, like, craft beers and stuff. Yeah, I love craft beers, that too. That stuff's awesome. I love Pondecetta. Do you like sour beers? Uh,
0: Not as much. I've gotten really into porters, and I used to hate those. So I'll probably, I'll probably get to sours of, eventually.
2: Sours are really, really interesting. It's very, like, hit or miss with most people. Some people, like, are like, this is the most gross thing I've ever had in my life and I think they're just great. I love it. There's one that sometimes is at the 806 and they definitely sell them at Lone Star Liquor and it's a rainbow sherbet one. Doesn't taste like rainbow sherbet, but mm, I think I've seen
0: it. that one. It's so good.
2: It's by Prairie Ales. Oh, it's, Prairie goes hard, dude. Dude, they go so hard, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's that's the, the thing. I definitely am more of like a beer guy. Like having one or two rather than like shots. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Nope. Not my body's not made to made to handle it, I don't think. Yeah,
0: I feel bad. I don't I rarely ever drink liquor. hmm
2: There's one that I like though. And also very hit or miss with people. I like Jaeger a lot. Jaeger. I just like black licorice. So mm. it's liquefied black licorice that also makes you, you know, do very stupid shit, but
0: yeah. I've never really li- liked Jaeger, but I've always done Jaeger bombs,
3: you know? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, that's how most people, high school shit. Yeah. <laughs> the worst combination of things. It's like, I love how on the, you know, uh, label of like energy drinks. It's like, do not mix with alcohol. And we're like, let's yeah. mix this with alcohol. It's like, fuck, like what, what, how far can that go? Like, it's like yeah. people say like, you know don't drink bleach it's like well i don't know they told me not to do it so
0: when i first started partying as a 16 year old we were drinking four locos hell yeah
2: Yeah. oh god i've had one of those one time those are terrible absolutely terrible. (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm.
0: they originally they were like energy drinks Mm -hmm. but like kids were like passing out like college kids are like passing out they banned it in 2010 outside yeah
2: the reason that I know that is because in my recommended feed on YouTube today, a video popped up about energy drinks, and I was like, eh, I, I'm I'm very well versed in the energy drink world, and oh my god, energy drinks with alcohol—you wouldn't even believe what it does to your like body and nervous system. It's insane. Hey, your body's probably just confused. It's so confused. <laughs> like, it's like oh my god. You got it's, downers
0: and uppers together. Yep. It's,
2: it's <laughs> not. It's not a good time for for. Uh, your body is a good time for you, but it's because it suppresses the effects of alcohol so much. That's why it's not, you're not supposed to drink it, basically. Oh, so it makes you drink more? Yeah. Mm, I can see that. That makes sense. And then it fucks with your heart rate a bunch. And, oh, for sure. Yeah, because your body's like, am I supposed to be calm or energetic <laughs> right now? I don't know, you know? But it's like a very, very weird uh, reaction. It's it's interesting. But bombs are dope. <laughs> well,
0: yeah energy drinks yeah energy you I mentioned um we didn't talk very much about your music you mentioned yeah. uh writing <laughs> earlier uh-huh. when you uh write music do you set like time for yourself to be like i'm gonna write a song this week or does it just like come naturally it
2: comes naturally yeah. mainly like the other day I was just like I'm going to record today. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to write, but I'm going to do it and it something came out that was awesome. Nice. And but then there's sometimes like dry spells where I feel like I can't be creative and partially I I blame that on the pandemic because that didn't really happen until the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But Because I would always have forms of inspiration, whether it would be going to a comedy show or going to like a, you know, a local band show. And I would try to go to as many of those as I possibly could, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's just sometimes a lack of inspiration for me is just because I don't get to see a lot of people do what they love either. So Mm -hmm. it makes me i don't know less, sure. less stoked or something pandemic is weird i hate it i'm so ready for it to be over zoom shows fucking we're Christ. terrible i'm so done with it <laughs> dude like oh my god i hate it but you know one day we're getting there i feel like i'm finally like okay with playing shows again mm-hmm. here at least mm-hmm. you know it seems acceptable now oh it definitely think. is so i'm i'm ready to get back into it. very ready and i have enough songs now to where i can play a live set at least opening for somebody or something like that nice
0: where you want to play
2: golden light is the first place that i'll play for sure that's my that's my home venue for me i love that place golden light's and i amazing. love Leftwoods too have Leftwood's kind of grimy but i love it
0: have you been to golden lights like new like beer garden yeah.
2: my sister just just started working there nice this so is it pretty I, dope i love it it's really cool i haven't been yet it's not really like a place where like a full band would go play or anything like that mm-hmm. but like great for like solo artists to go and play and make some money and stuff it's really really nice you've got the food truck in the back dude i love golden light's food
0: (laughs) yeah their burgers go
2: hard they go so hard dude yep but damn now i want golden light i haven't eaten dinner yet oh well shit (laughs)
0: we're at we're at a good solid wrap-up point i think i asked you wrap-up questions last time so we don't have to repeat them um but i do have a new one i want to ask um how far do you think you could throw a baby?
2: Probably like 20 feet, dude. 20 feet. It's good. 20, 30 feet, maybe. Hmm, Depending on feet, how big yeah. the baby was. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. How far do you think you could throw a baby?
0: Nine pound, eight ounce baby.
2: That's a pretty large baby, right? That's like, a large baby. That's a standard large I'd say,
0: baby. I'd say 35. 35. Nice. Well, I used to throw a shot put. So I feel like if I. Sh- if I go back to my old shot put ways, oh my god! And like do like a spin move, and then launch, you know, I think I could get thirty five, maybe forty. Have you? You've never done that, right? What shot put or throw a baby? Shot shot put a baby. Shot put. I haven't shot put a baby, but I have thrown a several babies. Sick. Um, there was a fire. Nice. Yeah. So I had to.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Did you like pull the measuring device out to figure out how far it was?
0: No, I just kind of eyeballed it. I was like, oh, that looks like... It looks know. like about
2: 35 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I could get like good 15 to 20, maybe even 30 if I was, mm-hmm. you know, got the right momentum going. Yeah, it's all about momentum. Leverage. Yeah.
0: Momentum. Yeah. Inertia. I'm just using buzzwords. Sick. Yeah.
2: Science. Science
0: uh-huh. is cool. Science indeed. Love science.
2: Dude, wait. Hold on. Speaking of science... You should watch this show called Doctor Stone. <laughs> Doctor Stone, hell yeah. Dude, it's so amazing. What is he he
0: gets high and does stuff?
2: No, no. It's uh uh that'd be funny though. That'd be a good anime. It is an anime also. Mm. Um not a big surprise at this point. But uh basically something happens and the world turns to stone, like everybody turns to stone. And somehow he had broke out of the stone Mm -hmm. and everyone can still be alive and it's crazy and he's like rebuilding civilization. Yeah, it's tight. Nice.
0: That is cool. Yep. (laughs) So it's like Medusa is in that bitch? Probably. Mm -hmm. We don't really
2: know why it happened yet. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: It's it's like that show Last Man on Earth, where they don't explain anything. He's just Last Man on Earth. Basically, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You look like Hellboy in this picture. Was that the plan?
2: Who's Homeboy?
0: No, I said Hellboy.
2: Oh, Hellboy, hell yeah. That's <laughs> fine with me. You're like, who the fuck is Homeboy? <laughs> yep.
0: Hellboy's my homeboy. Same. Yeah, I was gonna ask, uh oh, you got l- quite a bit of plays on the drop dead over yeah valence.
2: Definitely kinda did uh did did a little bit well.
0: Your art one twenty five K. Cool, sweet. Yeah. That's 100,000 more than the uh, the other single. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, no. Dude, that's the, what I'm saying, dude. I don't know what The cover art's really cool too. Thank Did you. Did you like have like an artist do that for you?
2: Uh so it was a picture taken by uh Jared Lopez. Oh, I know um, him. Yeah. Uh Jared's great.
0: He's going to design a logo for me.
2: Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Jared's Jared's great at what he does for sure. Um and then I had a uh I don't know if you'd call him a graphic designer. Her name's Kaylee Wolf. She sings for a band called Rivals, and she's super, super awesome at making, like, art and stuff. So I basically gave her that picture, and she just kind of put some stuff on there Mm -hmm. and came out really good. That's awesome. Yep. I'm definitely going to have her do my next album cover, too. She's She's awesome. She's great at what she does. That too. is awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: So when you took this uh, album art with the, the flames and the teddy bear and stuff, uh-huh. did you have like an idea of that going in or did he just kind of like do his own Have you ever
2: thing? watched the music video for Drop Dead?
0: I feel like I did, but it was like when it first came out. So it's been a minute. So,
2: so there's a flamethrower involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of where the flames came from. She just kind of put those in there, I guess. I don't, I, I'm assuming that's what she did because I don't think there was any flames in the actual picture. But they look real, so that's cool.
0: That's dope. And you got the signature red jacket.
2: Yep. That's my thing.
0: And you got the red mic. Yep.
2: That's, that's fun. It's my baby. It's cool. I'm excited to use it again soon.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, let me know uh, when you're performing next.
2: I sure will. And you let me know when you're performing next. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, May 28th. Cool. That's I'll the be place. there, man.
2: We'll, we will be there for sure let's
0: do it this is drop dead by rain division
2: thanks for having me on the show man appreciate it. thanks for show. coming on
0: uh check him out oh yeah you can plug whatever you want to plug
2: um don't have a ton to plug right now but uh, there should be a single dropping within the next couple months i'm pretty sure i'm waiting on the mix Basically, makes a master. So Beautiful. really soon after that. Probably about after I get it back. It should be about a month and a half after I get it back.
0: What's the uh, title?
2: I think it's gonna be called Wasted Time. Mm. I think that's what it'll be called. But you'll know. You'll know the the by the chorus because it talks about the time being wasted. So that's what it that's what it's probably gonna be called. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh yeah.
0: This is Drop Dead, Rain Division. Check it out!
3: Today's a bad day. It's a bad day with you. Got me thinking bad ways. I should part ways with the thought of you. Trying the times you try to push me little Tell me all that my breath, so long I'll push up both the thick end. driving by, how was the one who's always giving you? Can it hit because you know you're not the one? I don't give a damn what I said back then. I don't really care.
2: To know I was the better, the better half of you
3: I know that that's a hard thing to face That you were so easy to replace Wasn't me, it was you Wasn't me, it was you Tumbling it got me holding my breath. So long, I wish I wasn't living. One driving by, I was the one who's always giving. You can't the it because you know you're not, but I don't give a damn. Wanna stand back then With me
0: Bet you got a couple things to say to me I know that you do I
3: know that you do But you have to waste my time and play with me Tell me how it's going with replacing me I know that's hard to do And I know that's hard to do I don't give a damn what I said back then I don't really care You can go and drop t-